Hey, Bill, how are you? I am doing amazingly well, my friend. Uh, I have on a non-black shirt today. That's, I see I that. You look, look classy. Not that you'll look classy every day, but but extra classy today. Hey, and I, and I'm wearing my shirt and tie for, for a rare occasion for, for this show, but I do normally dress up for the other shows, but I decided I'm going to start dressing up for this show. I figured it, it's worth it. You're worth it to me. So I'm, I'm going to start dressing nicer for you. So well, it works. You look terrific. Well, thank uh, you very much. It's my, it's and, my going to bank and going to Sunday school. Time. Yeah. You know, so it is uh, Thursday. Yesterday was a very unique day in American history. So I want you to think about things that we have talked about for a good two, three months easy, where we have reminded you, no matter who wins, that the market is going to change. That no matter who wins, there is going to be a stronger demand for Section 8 housing uh, some of that was going to be because of the market, but you can rest assured that, and look, I'm just going to make some statements that I think all of us would agree, uh, likely agree, are true. Um, would we agree that taxes are going to go up? Well, we've been promised by the Biden Harris administration, they've promised us they were going to do that. Most of the time when a politician tells you uh, they're going to raise their taxes, it may be the only time truth ever escapes their lips, but that you can take to the bank. So taxes are going to go up. Yes. We're going to have less manufacturing here in the U.S. because uh, one of the stated objections of the Biden administration is to undo everything that uh, was done in the Trump administration. One of those things that specifically was mentioned was we have to do away with this America first policy. China is going to be welcome to rape, pillage and plunder. I mean, uh, come in and supply us with uh, anything they want uh, and whatever in other countries too. So what's going to happen there? And let me, I don't want to get off track. I promised Kevin I would stay <laughs> focused and not get political. Uh, what's going to happen is uh, jobs are going to go down in the U.S. We're going to have the creation of less and less jobs. We still may have another lockdown. We stay, still may have masks. I say all of that to remind you, you want to be in Section 8. It is when you have big government, and uh, certainly the Biden administration is all about big government and more and more and more government and more and more and more debt. Uh, and part of that plays into our core strategy of uh, how to go out and be involved in Section 8 and have that big tenant, the US federal government, that big tenant uh, as your tenant. And to do that, there's a lot of things that Kevin and I could teach you how to do that, where to do that. Uh, but the demand for Section 8 is only going to get significantly larger as we move forward. And this is not in the next year or two years. As we move forward day by day, jobs in America are going to go down. Unemployment is going to go up. Inflation is going to hit. Taxes are going to go up. Those things have been promised to us. 
uh, and possibly even lockdown, which means more and more people are going to need Section 8 housing, which is exactly what the Biden administration wants, is to have more people dependent on the federal government. Well, how do you play that into your portfolio profitably? You buy Section 8 housing. Kev, would you agree with that? I would agree. I would agree. And you know what? You you said it at the, almost at the top of the show that you, you promised you wouldn't get political. But but here's the thing. Um, Bill and I are going to try not to give you our own personal political opinions as they pertain to which party is, is right, which party is wrong in our opinions. But this show is very much about politics and what is looming on the horizon, regardless of what party you support. OK, the writing is on the wall. And I'm going to, these are, these are facts that cannot be disputed by, by either side. Whether or not you think that the Biden tax hikes are going to affect you or not, okay, we are a country that is seriously in debt, okay? They have to raise taxes or that debt will grow. We have already heard de Blasio and Cuomo say that taxes are going to be raised in New York. We know it's gonna to have to happen in California. We know that's gonna to have to happen in a lot of states, if not the majority of the states, due to what happened with the coronavirus lockdowns. People weren't working. If they're not working, they're not paying taxes. Businesses aren't operating, they're not paying taxes. All of that revenue has to come from somewhere. And if they don't have it in their coffers from those businesses and from those people's income taxes in those states, they have to get it by raising taxes. Now, Bill and I are in a great situation in that we have no state income tax, okay? Our states aren't going to be raising our taxes. California, I promise you, your taxes are gonna go up. New York, I promise you, your state taxes are gonna go up. Everybody in America, I promise you, your federal taxes are going to go up. It has to happen because we have debt that we have to pay off. Now, I'm going to go over a few more facts in just a minute because we're coming up on a break, but I'll see you on the other side. And again, facts that you cannot argue regardless of what party you aspire to. Back in just a second, Bill. See you in a second. And we're back. And just before we went into a break, I was explaining the actual numbers, the actual facts that we know for sure that are indisputable regardless of what your political affiliation is. Now, Bill, there are going to be, as of right now, there are going to be six different states that are going to be over 60% tax. California is projected to have a 68% income tax. That's combined state and federal. That means that six, before you count any other taxes, before you count your yeah. property tax, your sales tax, the tax that you're paying on, on, on the wood, tax that you have in California and the tax that you're paying on the $4 a gallon gas in California before anything else, 68 cents of every single dollar you make is going to Uncle Sam. That means you keep 32 cents for every one of your hard-earned dollars. You keep 32 cents in your pocket. Uh, that's unacceptable to me, okay? Biden says he's only going to raise taxes on people who make more than $400,000, okay? If we believe that, and if that is true, and, I, and, I and, and we, already, we already know it's not, and I'll go over those numbers in just a second. If we believe that, and if we, if we believe that's true, and if for some crazy reason it is true, 
If you're a real estate investor and you're making less than $400,000 a year, or you have less than $400 worth of taxable income as they see it because every penny that comes into you as an individual is considered income, you're still gonna be taxed on Biden's new tax plan. If you're an investor and you're not making $400,000 a year, you want to be making $400,000 a year or more. That's going to affect you either way you slice it as an investor investing in this market. Biden has already said he's going to roll back the tax cuts of the previous administration, okay? So that may not be giving you an additional tax. It's, it's the loopholes that they don't show you that, that get you, okay? He's not creating a new tax. He's going to roll back all the tax cuts that the previous administration gave Americans, which is going to increase your taxes again. So no matter how you slice it, you're going to be paying more. So here, here's the, the, the double question that I have, because this, this show, again, it, it is about politics. It may not be about our opinions for parties, but it is about politics as things are about to change. And if yeah. you paid attention to what happened the last seven months in America, and you paid attention to what was going on yesterday, and I'm sorry if I sound like I'm preaching and getting into another show, but if you have been watching what has been going on in America, you know things are going to change. Whether you agree with that change or don't agree with that change, whenever there is change, you have to be prepared for it or it will eat your lunch. If you are prepared for change, you can position yourself to benefit from it or you can ride it out and cross your fingers, but it will eat your lunch. Well, so, and as Kevin was saying, uh, you know, this is about politics. This is about politics and how it relates to you and I as real estate investors and our income. And so when you get into an increasing tax environment, there's some very specific things that you have to do. One thing you have to do to maintain just your current lifestyle is you have to increase your income. So what's the best way to do that? Well, the best way to do that in our opinion by far is real estate. Uh, then outside of that, what else do you have to do? We have to be structured correctly. Uh, we'll be talking about how to do that, whether we get into that really in today's show or not. We'll be hitting that over the, the coming few shows. You have to be structured correctly so that you have asset protection, so you're not overpaying on your taxes. A lot of people uh, inadvertently overpay uh, the federal government on their taxes. Look, they're going to get theirs. You don't have to help them out that much. They're going to get theirs, and it's going to get a lot uh, heavier burden on you and I and on our children and on our grandchildren. So we have to increase our income. We also have to make sure we are structured correctly. Now, if we can increase our income and be structured correctly and do it in the way that we are actually helping other people and actually contributing to the health of the federal government, uh, then that's a win-win-win all the way around. And that's what we do when we provide Section 8 housing. And so we look at this, again, uh, I'm going to harp on this a lot for the next year, I'm sure, uh, that at least. we warned you that this was coming, whether whoever won, uh, because the market was going to downturn no matter who won. Why? Because the market is bigger than any of those moves uh, can, are going to make anyway. 
So it's time for the market to cool off. The market has been building up to this cooling off. So when that happens, where do you want to be? You want to be in this part of the market that's hot. Because if you think about balance scales, that's the perfect analogy for real estate. And when flipping starts to go down, rental income goes up and vice versa. As rental income market grows and grows and grows, flipping will go down and, and these will trade back and forth uh, depending on the market. Well, and, the, and these are not short cycles. These are cycles that run for years. And we've been in a great cycle since the end of 2012. We've had a, a, a full eight year cycle that has been fabulous. And it's just time. It's this, and it, again, it doesn't matter uh, presidential election, no presidential, Democrat, Republican, doesn't matter. The real estate market is going to move on its own, and it's doing that already. So you have to be in position to be taking advantage of what the market uh, tells you. Kevin and I are, are both football fans, uh, and I'm an Alabama fan, so I'm kind of loving college football life right now. Uh, and one of the scenarios, a phrase that you hear again and again and again from successful offensive teams is, hey, we got to take what the defense gives us. That's a perfect scenario for where you and I are as investors. We have to take what the federal government gives us. They're going to be giving us more and more and more Section 8 opportunities. There's no point for us not to take advantage of that. And in the course of doing that, we're going to help somebody else, we're going to help ourselves, and we'll be helping the, the government provide uh, as they go forward. And that's a market that is going to grow exponentially, uh, at least over the next 12 months, if not much longer than that. But it's going to grow exponentially over the next 12 months. And we're going to have some more information on that in just a minute because we're coming up on a hard break. But there are, there's a lot more to talk about. I hope we get all into this show, to be honest. All right, we'll see you guys back. I guess it was and, and we are back. And you know, one of the things that Bill was saying, and, and this is something that you can actually see going back, going through uh, bar graphs, going through charts, going through history. Our economy, especially real estate, typically runs in a seven to 10 year period. We have, it may be just a little bit shorter. Every once in a while, it goes just a little bit over. But typically every seven to 10 years, we have a peak and we'll have a drop. Fortunately, the drops don't usually last seven to 10 years. Usually it's a it's a adjustment period and it can run three or four years, uh, usually at the longest, but it'll, it will correct itself. Um, that is what Bill is talking about. Regardless of who was going to be elected president, okay? We are at that peak. We are at that correction point, okay? Now, what Bill is talking and I've been telling you as well is positioning yourself across the board for whatever strategy you like best. It's going to work going into the market that we are about to see. It is looming. It is looming on the horizon. I can see the glow from it right now. It is that close. Okay. And because we're running out of time, Bill, I want us to talk about some of the things that we're going to be focusing on. Okay. Uh, in the next, the next year, but especially the next few months, okay? And what what Bill and I talked about off air before we started is 
making information available more than what we can provide in this half hour to you, okay? Making information available to you so that you can position yourself to protect yourself and to benefit from what is about to happen. So this applies to you whether you are already an established investor or whether you are just starting out and you're looking for a good foundation. So we're going to put together kind of a double, even triple whammy of workshops. The first workshop that we're going to get set up, and I'm going to get you a date for this on the website within, within a day, okay, is going to be an asset protection workshop. This is going to be more than asset protection. This is going to be setting your business of investing up into the right entity. And we're going to cover all the different entities, the benefits and the, the setbacks for every single entity. I'm going to show you how to do business in every single entity, depending upon which entity you choose. I'm even going to show you how to register and set up these entities on your own so you're not having to pay a third-party service to do it. I'm going to show you how to protect your business, how to protect your assets, how to protect yourself, how to protect your family, how to protect everything, and reduce your tax burden legally by using these entities and protecting your, your, your assets. Okay, uh, we are also going to do workshops, hands-on workshops in different markets. Okay, because we have we have two different things happening here. Section eight is going to be big, as Bill said, and there are section eight markets that are strong right now. They are only going to get stronger, unfortunately, from what's happening. Okay, there are also markets that are growing exponentially because of what is happening in our political climate right now. So I told you there's six states that are going to be over 60% in their total income tax. We are already seeing people making mass exoduses from those states and it's only going to continue if not get greater as we go into this adjustment that we're coming into. Those people are going to a handful of different states. Texas is the first. Florida is the second, Arizona is the third, Nevada is the fourth. If we focus on purchasing properties in those markets, we're going to have a built-in appreciation. We're gonna have a built-in renter base. We are going to have a solid investing foundation. So Bill and I are going to do buyer's events, buyer's workshops, okay? In cities where it makes sense for section eight, and in cities where it makes sense to buy because people are buying up real estate. And we're going to get on that right away so that you can get as far ahead of the curve as possible. This is something that you have to do right away because every day you waste is literally a, a day wasted that you're not going to get back. This is, I, I don't want to make it seem like a panic, but you need to get on this as quickly as possible. That's why we're getting this set up as soon as we can, which is going to be mid-February as we're already pushing almost middle of January. So jump on the website, find that information. If you're interested, join us. You have an option because we're still looking at coronavirus. You have an option of joining us in person with social distancing and masks or joining us online. We'll make that available online as well. And I'll put all those details up on the investorguyspodcast.com. Bill, I, I've taken up all this whole segment talking, but uh, we've still got a few more minutes. So, so I'm going to turn it over to you. There's, uh, there's just something I was thinking about that as you were talking there is we're going to enter into a very unique time in the history of the real estate market. And it's going to be this. Um, as Kevin was talking about, we've got uh, Texas and, and Florida, Arizona, Nevada. 
that people are flocking to. So you're going to have two markets going on at the same time in the, in the world of investment real estate. You're going to have those four states that are almost going to have a false economy. It's not, but it's going to look like that from the standpoint of those markets are going to stay hot because of the amount of people. Now, what is it we always tell you about real estate is that you want to look at the job market uh, when you're looking at real estate. Now, it's a little different with Section 8, but if you're doing flip real estate, you want to make sure that you've got a job market that's really strong. Well, when you've got people flooding into a state, or in this case, four states, the job market for those states is going to be really strong. The real estate market is going to be strong in those states. In the other states, you're going to have a real estate market for the flip market or the wholesale market. It's going to be very soft. It's going to be a correcting market. And so we're going to have these two separate scenarios happening at the same time for possibly the first time. I really haven't, uh, I'll have to do some more research on that, but possibly for the first time in the, the real estate market, but it is this mass shift of population that's going on uh, with those four states. So you wanna be looking at, if I'm uh, interested in flipping, I likely wanna be right there in those four states. Uh, if I'm doing straight rental property, that, that's going to be attractive. Why? Because there's a lot of people coming in that don't have the ability right now to buy a house, uh, but they're wanting to down the road, they're going to rent a while and, and then see. But the rest of the market is really what we're going to look at. And out of that, we're going to go with the top markets for Section 8. So you know, when you look at uh, what's happening with the real estate market. If you understand the market and you understand how our political climate ties together with it and what the political forecast is, then you look at it and you say, okay, what do I need to do to have the most thriving business that I can possibly have in 2021? I need to focus on specific areas for specific reasons. And that's gonna be those four states that Kevin mentioned for flipping, for wholesale. Uh, buy and hold still works in there as well, you bet. And then I'm going to look at other markets outside of those four states for my Section 8, which is, you know, we have this joint uh, combination strategy. Of if you don't have enough money to be doing Section 8 now, you don't think you do, uh, we'll show you how to bust through that. But in a worst case scenario, could you go do a flip take your profit and that becomes your seed capital for your section eight market. Absolutely it does. And we show you how you could do that. We also show you how, look, the, the last thing that should ever stop you from investing in real estate is money. I don't care if you are broke. I don't care if you don't have any credit. We could show you how this works. In fact, I fuss at a lot of people. I, I deal with, I have uh, clients that are uh, very wealthy and I fuss at them about their industries. Well, I just use my own money. And I'm like, you know, the, the problem with that is, is you don't learn the business correctly. Because if something happens, and who knows, whatever could happen, if something happens and suddenly those funds are cut off, or at some point uh, using your own money, you will use all of it up. You will get it all committed. And then, then your business is on hold till you liquidate something. Well, it doesn't ever have to be that way. 
and we teach you how to uh, build credit. We teach you how to go out and put funds together multiple different ways so that you always have the ability to do another deal. Yeah, you will essentially have a, a handbook to refer to on, on how to do all of these things once you take this workshop. And we're, we're running a little bit long. If, if you had a thing you wanted to wrap up real quick, and then I wanted to bring up one more point about history. Okay. Uh, the only thing I'm going to say is uh, it's going to be, and it was going to be before yesterday, and it's still going to be today going forward. 2021 is going to be an amazing year to be involved in real estate. Uh, don't be left on the sidelines. Yes. And we were talking about history earlier. And historically speaking, I want you to refer to, if you get a chance, to the four states that we were just talking about. When we saw that real estate meltdown in 2008, I always say 2007, 2008, because I saw it actually happening in 2007. I saw it coming way back in 2003, 2004, as, as did other investors like Bill. Um, we knew that there was going to be a bubble. I had people asking me about the real estate bubble in 2003, 2004. We knew it was coming, but we saw that meltdown starting in 2007, going into 2008. After 2008, if you look at Florida real estate and you look at Texas real estate, now Florida real estate, I'm going to tell you with the exception of condos in Miami, okay? Florida real estate with the exception of condos in Miami and Texas real estate, they really did not go through a negative adjustment period. They stayed level and even appreciated while the whole rest of the country was dropping in value. Okay. Now we saw pockets in, in states that, that had the same situation in Orange County, where I lived at the time, real estate values didn't go down. They were dropping all the way around us in Los Angeles and San Diego and Riverside and San Bernardino, but Orange County stayed pretty solid. Most of the cities in Orange County. However, if you look at Arizona and you look at Nevada in that same time period, you will see that they were decimated by the real estate meltdown in 2008 because they were artificially inflated by investors going in, banking on that real estate bubble. So knowing the, the right way to do things, and I'm telling you that Arizona and Nevada are now good places to invest, but we know why they're good places to invest. I stayed away from Arizona, I stayed away from Nevada going into 2006, 2007, 2008, because I saw that it was all just investors buying properties there was no meat to those deals. There was no people to go into those properties. It was just a bubble. That has corrected itself in Nevada and Arizona. And now they are getting the traffic that they needed back in 2007, 2008, 2009 in order to justify that. All those are things that we're going to cover with actual real numbers in these workshops. Again, we've gone way over on this show and we always do, but you know what? It's it's important information that Bill yeah. and I love talking about for one, and we love sharing and we really, really, really believe you as investors need to know it and need to act on it. That's why we push, why we push, why we push. Um, Bill, closing words or should we just get out of here? Uh, let's, let's wrap it. Uh, thanks for hanging with us. Uh, and again, hang on to understanding that uh, it's going to be an incredible year. And look, what you focus on is what grows or what you feed is what grows. Yes. Focus on what is positive about our country, what is positive moving forward. Don't care what side of the aisle that you're on. 
focus on the positive of the real estate market. If you woke up this morning, you know, when I wake up in the morning, the one of the very first things that happens with me before I my feet hit the floor is I say, thank you, God, for giving me another day. I don't have the whole day guaranteed to me, but he woke me up and, and I have found that I like starting all my days that way. Yeah, I know people who say any day you wake up above ground instead of below is a good day. So a good one. All right. Thanks for joining us. Happy investing. Don't forget to check out the InvestorGuysPodcast.com for more information. And we'll see you guys back here again on Tuesday.